Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical education and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Jessica Bard, with Consultant 360, a multidisciplinary medical information network. Livlian Gill is here to speak with us today about her poster presentation at ADCES 2023. I'm Livlian Gill, a registered dietitian and president and chief executive officer of Apostle Group LLC and Bethesda Nutrition and Wellness Solution, which is the healthcare delivery side of our um, entity. Thank you again for joining us. We're talking about your poster presentation at ADCES 2023. Please provide us with an overview of the presentation, a model for a scalable technology-enabled evidence-based diabetes care pathway for older adults. So the purpose of this project was to create a standardized system of care delivery for older adults with type 2 diabetes in the state of Maryland, and it was to connect healthcare with community-based organization. This model is then to be replicated uh, in the rest of the country once our results are published and it comes out. So that was the purpose. Can you tell us a little bit more about this importance? Why did you choose this topic to, to study here? In 2019, in the state of Maryland, type 2 diabetes came out as the number one condition that was affecting older adults, and the state of Maryland made it their project to look at how uh, access and outcomes of these individuals could, you know, they could impact. So we wrote a grant to the Administration on Community Living to look at older adults, and in this case, older adults are 60 years and over, to look at how type 2 diabetes, their outcomes could be improved in the state by one, using technology to not only bridge between healthcare and community-based organization, using that to provide the communication and access to older adults, And lastly, using technology to improve the social isolation that older adults have while they're they're aging. So those are the reasons why we kind of wrote this grant. Now, can you get into a little bit more about the technology? How was technology used to create a standardized system of care delivery for older adults with diabetes? So what we did was, first of all, the state of Maryland all healthcare is connected through what is called the Chesapeake Regional Information System. So one we use for any referrals to come to the health from the healthcare side to us, we use technology. So they would use technology to send the referral through this. We use technology for communication with the healthcare team, with the community-based organization, and the participants who were enrolled in this. Um, In this, we did emails, we provided medical nutrition therapy with the participants, we provided them group diabetes management program. And then lastly, they use technology once the program, then the third year of the program, they use technology to order out just like, you know, you would do Uber Eats and DoorDash, younger people are familiar with that, older adults are not. So we wanted to see if they could use technology to do that using the education and knowledge that they had received and how good were they going to be in order to use it. So that's how we use technology in this. And what did you find? What were the results? Two things that were very surprising, right? One was 
that individuals are really interested in caring for their health, older adults. They want to be empowered with education and knowledge to take care of themselves. Number two was that the healthcare team, which is the physician side, the provider side of it, don't refer that these individuals to for medical nutrition therapy. The third was you need a lot of support. These individuals need a lot of technology support in order to make that technology accessible and also that it will be used in the future. I mean, a lot of hands-on. So, And how would you say that those conclusions really impact clinical practice? So what it does is if we are going to use technology uh, with older adults in any in any way to deliver education or even for, you know, regular scheduling appointments or stuff, there needs to be somebody who understands that they need a lot more help. So there needs to be somebody who is understanding of technology who can assist them, right? And number two, medical nutrition therapy is by far the most helpful for older adults with type 2 diabetes and healthcare providers should refer them so they can gain knowledge and improve their outcomes. Those are the two main things. And our results have shown that the outcomes for uh, with the education really improved in lowering their hemoglobin A1C. The foods that the choices that they make after they have gone through um, the program. And how can this really be implemented across other states, other facilities? What they can do is to make sure that any individual, any participant, when they diagnose them with type 2 diabetes, that they are providing them support by referring them to, in their team, if there is a registered dietitian or the nearest diabetes management program, which can help assist these individuals to take care of. That is really, really number one key in order to improve their outcomes. Because as we know, it takes a while for older adults to get to, and they really trust their providers. They really trust their physicians. And the physicians single-handedly can really help their outcomes by referring them to the appropriate programs. What would you say is next for this topic? What's next for research? What's next for implementation on this topic? What we found was that a lot of individuals are much more comfortable with a provider who speaks the same language and understands their culture. Uh, We were able to do quite a bit, but I think that is the next step in order for any kind of delivery of education or programs that that should be looked at and be embedded as part of the program. Certainly, that makes sense. Is there anything else that you'd like to add today that you think that I missed or didn't ask you about? I think what I have to say, what surprised, I do want to say what surprised us about this program is we had thought, as I said earlier, we designed this program that we would get the referrals from the healthcare side of the team, right? What we found was that the referrals from the healthcare side were really low. 
we got more were 58% of the referrals were self-referrals. People had heard about the program if we were, you know, at senior centers or otherwise, and they would be just calling us because they wanted to enroll. So what there is, is people want to know about it. I think the mechanism of referral isn't there. And the last thing I would like to add is Medicare has this benefit, which is a zero cost benefit for all Medicare beneficiaries, right? So they get this free of charge with uh, medical nutrition therapy with a dietitian, and they also get diabetes self-management education. They should connect them. And when healthcare and the community gets connected, there are other resources that individuals can get, which can help overcome if they're food insecure, if they are socially isolated, they have transportation challenges, all of that. Healthcare by themselves cannot do all of them. They need the support from others. Absolutely. That's well said. Livlene, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jessica, for having me.